Yeah, you can't, dude. Cameron's like the loudest. Like every morning when he comes to my house, I don't know if you're doing it because you want me to be up, but he'll like <laughs> slam open my bathroom door. No, that's definitely it's takes the <laughs> takes it's the passing. loudest piss I've ever heard. I don't know why. <laughs> What's going on in there? It's like it's angrily, angrily pissing. Yeah, yeah, I actually just push extra hard just out of hate. He saved that for <laughs> a good twelve hate. hours just for out of hate. Yeah, then all of a sudden, like, my faucet's running, like, psh. I would just wait till I open your fridge up, and then I start, like, you know, I get ice out, I throw it against the wall, just to make sure you're awake. That's a part of your morning routine? Yeah, every That's day. That's weird. Well, <laughs> welcome back to the image we might are fucking Cameron shit. No, wrong one. Podcast. Welcome back to this functional as fuck. We're Cameron damn, has no brain. I don't even brain. know which one he's on. Damn, I've said both. All right, we clap at the beginning of every episode. Because uh, I make him do so it. So, we're going to clap on three. One, two, three. Yeah. Every time it, it makes me feel joy on my bones. Does that functionalize you? Yeah. <laughs> makes me more functional, not dysfunctional. Every time before you like go into an interview now, you just need to like clap. But you need to, you I'm, need gonna, to... I'm gonna walk my resume and be like, okay, can we clap? <laughs> can They're gonna be like, what? I'll be like, you have to clap on three. <laughs> they so... might think you have like uh Tourette's and then that'll be like a bomb. Yeah, I'll just be like, uh -huh. Maybe that's your what <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, mm. Maybe your wedding's gonna be like that. <laughs> I make the bastard. Oh. All right, you guys are good to go. Aaron. Every, everyone in the whole ceremony. All right, guys, on three. I, that has no, to happen. No, it has to happen that when I get married one I, day. I, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm excited. Classic. Well, so we have Chance on the on the uh, podcast today. I'd love for you to introduce yourself because I feel like everyone I know knows you, but like everyone she probably knows doesn't know you. Right. So. so my name is Chance um, Cianciola, because that's important. Uh, owner of Everyday Athletes with my business partner, Brad, and then Brian. I don't know. Have you met Fig at all? I've eaten He's, Fig. No, not that Fig. Okay. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> I was his, like, his name is Brian Fig. Oh, okay. Uh, he is, he's the one that does Ollie coaching. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So exactly he's been with us from the beginning, and he's a recent um, addition to the ownership trio. So. The executive yeah, board. Yeah, yeah, So um, I'm from Louisville. Mm-hmm. Went to UK and Transy for college and did those things. Yeah. Got UK. And and well, everyday athletes, just something I want to tell you, like I worked out at LAC Westport back in the day, like forever mm -hmm. ago. And that closed down. And mm -hmm. LAC Westport was like one of the only gyms where it was like felt like a family, like everyone was super close. Mm -hmm. Like there was that camaraderie when you walked in. And then every athletes has been the only gym that's been able to recreate that right. since that. Nice. And it and it's been like because I've seen you guys back when I was like 16. I went there, like did powerlifting meet forever yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, this is cool. Like, they're, they're doing the thing. Like, right. And then it seems like you guys blew up now. Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest, like COVID was a blessing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to oh, be, really? I, I mean, truthfully, like it, su it's, it sucks to say that, you know, I mean, we had to close down for 10 weeks. So it was like two and a half months of nothing. Mm. We were under the table doing personal yeah. training. Uh, but that's great. Um, so we were, we rented out equipment to our, open gym members that we had, which we, I mean, we had a decent following, but it wasn't like not even, I mean, I think we went into COVID with like 400 members mm. and we're at 1600 now. Jesus. So like, it wasn't nearly what it is, but we leased out, basically we let members take home equipment. So like barbells, plates and all that. We pretty rented it all out. Yeah. Um, and they just kept paying their open gym membership. So it kind of kept us afloat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then during COVID, uh, Powerhouse shut down, mm. and we got a big bump from them once we reopened. And then LAC Dixie Highway closed. Dixie and the Shelbyville. 
There's only one LAC left now. Right. But yeah. the so Dixie Highway closed during COVID. Mm-hmm. That gave a bump. And then Westport closed September of 21. Oh, sure. That that gave a bump. And then mm-hmm. J-Town closed. Mm-hmm. And so basically that was, you know, the spark of it all. But like in the COVID era, we redid, like we re basically remodeled the gym a little bit, like cleaned up, mm-hmm. repainted, whatever. And then once we reopened, we started pushing more towards that open gym side of things. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. EA and Crunch are basically the two. Mm-hmm. That's where I two see only, everyone at. Yeah. I mean, those are like the two gyms that I basically mm-hmm. really know or like that are pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's what? Empower, which I've only heard about for the first time, like last week. Yeah. They're they're really under the radar. Yeah. They, start, they mm-hmm. kind of start with like a similar model of like what like just personal training, like group classes. Yeah, they do a lot of athlete stuff, I think. A lot, a lot of, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they, I mean, they only opened up their brick and mortar, like their own place mm-hmm. a year, a year ago. Yeah, really a new. Half ago or something, so. Yeah. Are you like buddies with all the gym owners? Like, do they talk uh, a lot? I like, know get some of them. I wouldn't say buddies per se, just because no. I don't know them that well. Okay. Um, Like, I've never even met Maurice. Okay. But his, I don't know if it's his business partner or just a buddy, Morell. I don't know if you know him. He one of the main people over there at Empower, but we worked with him at Urban Active. Oh, nice. Which is now Esporta. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All the... I know, all, right? That was a lot. Yeah, like Wait, they, the Esporta by the mall? It's No, the one that by, one it's on Taylorsville right? Road. Oh, yeah, the one um by Stony Brook, right? Yeah, it's like right next to Target. It, You're a if white I took girl, you, by. you know where Target is. <laughs> okay, I know where that is. <laughs> hey, that's down the road, make a left. <laughs> yeah. Turn right, and you're right. in there. No, they, they, yeah. they call it Target. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Target, that's where they get I, I don't call it that. That's a you thing, and you just want to make it. A... <laughs> you, you call it that, no, and you want. you've called it that multiple times. <laughs> no. Video evidence. I'll get it later. Kay. It'll be great. Okay, can't wait. Well, so I'm curious, what is, like, what started all of all of it? to the like you wanting to do this uh so basically i went to college to be an engineer okay what kind of engineer was like structural honestly i wanted to be an architect okay but they didn't have architecture so engineering was like i I didn't like i was architecture back then i was really a lazy student when it came to like trying i didn't i applied to one college um and because it was close Mm -hmm. and um so that lasted like a year and a half, and I realized calculus two was not fun, mm. and math was not fun. Um, I hate math. Right? Dude, oh, she can't do I'm division. I'm good at it. I can. I learned. Kind of. A week ago. No, a month ago. I'm in the dumb kid math class. Sorry. You You're what? It. I'm in the dumb kid math class, like it, the, the pre. Do they even teach math anymore in college? Yeah, you still have to do it, unfortunately. <laughs> they don't teach it, though. No, it's an online program. It's just online. Like... Even if you went to oh the class, it, it's all online. Like you teach bullshit. yourself it. Right. I don't know why I'm yeah. paying tuition. It's wild. Right. That's yeah. It. yeah. But you're saying. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, um, so long story short, I trans I changed majors into exercise science mm. um, because of a professor that I had, and, and I, I mean I started working out when I was like 12, so like mm. I've been in and I played baseball like athlete, yeah. so like that was my my passion, my thing, um, and so. Graduated, wanted to be a collegiate strength coach. Did an internship during grad school as a strength coach for U of L. Um, and talking to their coach, it, he was like, "It's really not worth it." Like, I mean, unless you're for a D one school and in football or basketball, like the pay shit, mm. and it's you know he 
he was over the guy interned under was over pretty much all sports except for <clears throat> basketball and football. Um, and he was like five a.m. till eight p.m. Yeah, Saturday, no Sundays, Jeez. travel with team, you know, all that stuff. And yeah. he made like forty five thousand. Yeah, no. you know? uh, it's not worth it. <laughs> so, not really the thing. And and if you want to be like a high level strength coach, you have to do so many years of internships before mm. a big school, or have like at least some kind of experience yeah. before a big school will hire you. And most of the way to do that is either start at really small schools for like nothing, mm-hmm. or intern for free. You know, and then yeah. even then hope that the big schools don't right. already have a coach. Right, that exactly. They, so yeah. it's like a really, it's just a tough route. Um, unless you, and I messed up on this, but you could do like when you're, if you're in grad school, do like graduate assistantships as mm, a strength coach. Yep. But I ended up doing a different route on that. Mm. And so I didn't have that. Best, yeah. um, but uh, so I just came home and started personal training. You know, okay. That was like the easiest route. And then you were like, <laughs> I, was there. I want a gym. So you just opened a gym. And then me, I met my business par- partner at Urban Active. Now in Sporta. Um, and we became like really close friends, like pretty much right away. Mm-hmm. And then after like three years, we opened, we decided, we got into the pattern of opening a place. It was kind of happenstance, but yeah, it was kind of like the need was there. Yeah, for it you was, guys. you know, it was being at the right place in the right time, but being in the right mindset too. Like, yeah, you know, literally, like I was dating a girl who, uh, was the pool manager at a country club. They wanted to do mm. a boot camp. And then First in line. Work, working out. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so we So out. me, him, and, and Brian, Pig, uh, we did that for two summers, and then we did it at a local high school for a winter to save the money, and then found a building and Dang. started doing it. Started doing the thing. Right. What's, what's that like? So I'm curious, what's it been like mentally owning – a place like EA, having all the members, having people talk to you, like what is that within your head? Now it's now is completely different from then. Um, like I think for me, you know, I can only speak for myself. So I play, like I said, I play baseball, mm-hmm. like high school, college, and having that like team, community, athlete environment, like that was just what I grew up in, and it's what I enjoyed and what I loved. Um, so I think my mindset was in the gym space was to always kind of create that mm-hmm. or have that somehow, some way. And honestly, I think it was kind of selfish to an extent. Like I wanted that for mm-hmm. me yeah. to continue. So you build it, you know, around, you you. Build it around you. Um, but like when we opened, we were just personal training and it was long ass hours, you know. And, and there was, I mean, there were days where like you doubt yourself you doubt, yeah. or you doubt everything. I mean, I never like fully doubted anything, but like, I mean, we went, there was a point where we went probably a month and a half without paying ourselves because we had to pay the gym. Yeah. You know, you had There's to make the gym here. work or you had to do whatever. Um, but where it's at now is just completely different because it's like it's on its own. You know, it's kind of grown up. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's fun. It never it wasn't ever not fun. But like it's more fun now because you have a freedom to try things, you know, and do th- different things mm-hmm. and see what works and what doesn't and throw a little money at this or throw a little time at this. And if it messes up or doesn't work, then it doesn't work. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so. not like the end of the world. It's just like, let's try this. And if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. right. 
Well, it's, re- it's really interesting how inside of the gym space, like you created a, an initial culture that's like the overarching umbrella of everything, and then there's the subcultures that form under it. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have the cultures of like the strongman, the powerlifters, right. the West Side, the fucking right. like bodybuilding, and then yeah. and then even the like there's all these sub, <laughs> these subcategories that exist within there. I mean, have you? What do you feel like you've learned anything from those subcategories? Like, how's that relationship been within those other communities that exist inside EA? For sure. I mean, it you know growing from like <clears throat> coming into the fitness world uh, like personally mm-hmm. like i was always a meathead you know i always enjoyed i grew up with the you know body bu- and we all you know, yeah pumping iron like right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and uh you know you do your bodybuilding split and and that's all it is um and then i got into powerlifting because i always wanted to be strong mm-hmm. i was a little skinny scrawny kid so i always wanted to be mm-hmm. as strong as i could i knew i was never gonna be huge so i was like well let me be strong um, and then you get into that habit where it's like, I'm a power lifter. Yeah. You know, and like everything else is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and I'll be honest, like there was a point in time where like, I thought bodybuilding was dumb and like the, the, you know, the way they train made no sense and like science based crap, you mm-hmm. know, and the same with CrossFit or this, you know, I never really knew strongman that well. Um, but I think like being exposed to more of it. And just growing up in general, like I realized that like everything has a piece, mm-hmm. you know, and everything's also stupid, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, for yeah. like, like, yeah. you know, like, cause I used to make fun of CrossFit at the time. Like that was probably the worst because it's, <laughs> they, they get the most know, hate. Right? I feel like they get the most hate. And it's like, well, it's just such a dumb th- concept. And like the way you're training is not really good, for, but yeah. it's a sport. Like you look at it like NFL, like football's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Like you hit Every each other as hard stupid. as you can. Yeah. yeah it's like running charge like it's, it's really not smart, but it's a sport. Yep. You know, and there's ways to do it safer, but also like if you want to be top end, you got to do some shit that's crazy. Yeah. You might like, have to like <laughs> sacrifice your form. Right. And the same with bodybuilding and any of it. So it's like you start to see that each each thing is a sport and it's a hobby and it's a, a way of competing still or a way of improving yourself in some way, you know, is this, is it the most logical science-based approach? Not necessarily, but that's not the point. Yeah. yeah. And so, so I've opened up a lot and I, I mean, I've to, to do that. I also competed in everything mm-hmm. except for bodybuilding. I don't that's, you know. I like food. I'm not strict enough for that. <laughs> um, and, a, and a bikini just doesn't sound too appealing. Um, I pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yeah. no, he's like, the voice got David. so deep. You're like, I'll pay for it. Yeah, yeah that, that's, yes, my, that's my month <laughs> later. <laughs> How much? <laughs> we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll got be it. real. Um, Gosh. But yeah, so I mean, like that, you know, the competing part of it's fun because you get to experience everything. Yeah, and you get to experience the the training and 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 business standpoint, like it has helped me, kind of, uh, what's the word? Like intermingle all of the genres because mm-hmm. you know I meet people in each one, and then I can pull people in each one, mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of crossover. I think that's the special thing about the gym is that the strong men know the power lifters they also know the ollie lifters they also know the body but you know and they all kind of like you know use each other or become friends or you know whatever it may be yeah have you noticed the one of the interesting things i've noticed about going in 
to like strong men, all like all these different people and having intimate relationships with them is that there's certain archetypes that form within those cultures mm-hmm. of like this type of person doing this thing is doing this due to this in their mental state yeah. of like bodybuilders need micromanagement and they need control <laughs> over their lives because they feel like there's something lacking. And mm-hmm. it's really weird because I feel like if a lot of people went to therapy, they wouldn't do what they do. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like the gym so is weird. a type of therapy. I well, feel like you people have like that over, don't go to therapy. You have the, the overarching of it, and then you have the subcategories of like, oh, why is this person like this hard in the bodybuilding? Or like, why is this guy this hard in the strongman? And then you're like, oh, if you went through it, you might. Because that's kind of what happened to me of like, you know, I started doing a lot more self-work, and I was like thinking of powerlifting all that, and I was like, I want to move more. Mm-hmm. Like just in life. Mm-hmm. And then that ended up flowing like, I think strongman's like this yeah. thing. And then you kind of, flow into it and i'm really curious like if more people went to therapy and like worked on their shit like would they still be so locked into their thing it's hard to say i mean you know you look at like any high i feel like any high level athlete now Mm -hmm. you know that's relative but any high level athlete is crazy in some way yeah oh you know to be that you have to 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 push that hard like you screw loose you have to have some type of over the edge, whatever. Yeah, you could have some traumas. And, and that's to... good or bad, you know, like yeah. it is what it is. Um, you know, I, like she said, I think the gym is an aspect of therapy, mm-hmm. but I don't think it is fully. No, it's like like people who best. are like, oh, the gym is my therapy. It's a great coping mechanism. It's a piece of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it should be a piece to... of it, but yeah. it shouldn't be all of it. And, you know, like I even said, like talking about like getting, um, you become so enthralled in the, genre that you are so like, mm-hmm. i'm a power lifter like this is the identity you place you on get yourself. stuck to that and that was one of the biggest evolutions i've had mentally both as a coach and an athlete and a person in general is like when you get trapped in one ideology you miss a lot mm-hmm. you know so like i've seen again speaking powerlifting just because that was what i was in the most like i saw a lot of powerlifters early on that were not in the best shape. We'll yeah. put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Because they were like, oh, I'm a power lifter. I can eat what I want. I got to eat a lot. I got to be big. Doesn't matter if I can run or cardio, yeah. you know, whatever. And, and you get stuck in that and you don't realize that well, you could also be really strong and in shape. Mm-hmm. You know, you could also be really strong and healthy. You know, and, and it's, and I think it's evolved a lot if you look at, the world of fitness now versus even 10 years ago like it's a it's a different world yeah but but i see a lot of people do that where they do get trapped into like this is me and if and and you lose that identity of like well if i'm not as strong as i was a year ago yeah you lose self-worth yeah but it's like if your goals evolve then your goals evolve and i've struggled with that you know Mm -hmm. i don't i'm not nearly as strong as i used to be but my goals have evolved you know yeah and my place in life has evolved so Mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with the whole, like, powerlifting. Like, some people can look, I don't know, they'll lift really heavy weight, but then you look at them and you're like, I know your heart is going to fail. <laughs> like, a couple more pounds or, like, right. a couple Done. more, like, if you ran, I think you would pass out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that type of thing, though, but. Well, and so within today's society, even in general, I tell people that the gym's fucking dumb as shit. Like, the fact that there needs to be a gym in society, dumb as shit. Like, it's just crazy <laughs> that. say that, man. That's my gym. Cameron, you're job. killing no, his business. Like, everybody go to the gym. That's fine. <laughs> Everyone go to EA. Let's <laughs> <laughs> plug right in. <laughs> just take over the podcast. It's like big red letters. Go to EA right now. 
But like even in society, it's like, okay, we got to a place in society and as creatures that we have to go to a place and move heavy objects because our lives are so sedentary and boring now. <laughs> oh, that, no, that's 100%. No, and it's like, oh, my God. Like, and that's, like I said, part of the evolution of everything is then realizing, oh, we're, you know, these creatures and mm -hmm. we did all these things and we've existed for thousands of years and we'll continue to exist for thousands of years. And in the past, like, we fought for shit. We mm -hmm. had to do things. We had to run like five, ten miles at times to, you know, That's be wild. able to, to fight and eat and <laughs> gain stuff. Like, we're capable of so much more than what people think. Mm -hmm. And it's so crazy that people are like, oh, I am just meant to just move this here to here. And that's, and in their head, they're like, because I'm a bad motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. Don't you <laughs> just move big? I have, to, awesome. I have to run with big things now. <laughs> Way different. <laughs> but also, I, I love. Oh, um, the little sled, the thing, whatever you put on your back? I, yeah. Yep. I don't really understand strongman. Yep, yep. To be honest. Cool. Come on now, Cameron. Can you move this freaking cord? It's like cutting his face in half. Every time I look, this, my eyes—they're like getting hurt. Like it hurts my eyes. <laughs> sorry, you just gonna, move your, your mic. Your eyes just gonna have to hurt. Yeah, sorry, man. It <laughs> it sucks. Okay, so, whatever. Is what it is. I'll just like. There it is. There we go. Now my eyes are hurting. Wow, look how easy that was. If that thing starts fucking moving again, okay. But yeah, to, to the whole like you know, like I said, evolution of fitness and people and all of these things like. I don't know, is that ever something you think about of like, wait, people are just so different from what we were originally like? Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, you get to the point to combat that mm -hmm. thought process is that, you know, just we as humans have evolved. Yeah. Just like anything. I mean, you look at the phone, you know, yeah, like how much we're on it now versus 10 years ago, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. whatever. You know, each piece evolves and there's good and bad to that. You know, I mean, the phone, obviously, to use as an example, like, there's so much good about that. Yeah. And social media and, and the the simplicity of it and the easiness of it, there's a lot of good that's very, very, very beneficial to that. There's also a lot of negative. Mm -hmm. So then you have to be aware of that and utilize tools to combat that. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, like, the, the my argument, because, you know, everyday athletes, uh, my argument <laughs> of the gym <laughs> is that we don't move. We have cars now. No, we yeah, have yeah. different types of jobs. We have different type of society in general. So now we have a tool mm -hmm. that is the gym. Um, and I'm I'm biased on this, but like I really think it's a blessing, and it's just awesome to see all of the strength sports become mm -hmm. so popular, even including bodybuilding, any of that. Yeah, because it gives people a outside objective mm -hmm. versus just like, oh, I'm doing this to be healthy. Yeah. Like that's the main goal. In any, yeah. in any aspect, like we lift weights, we run, we gym to be healthy, like to live at least better. I won't yeah. say longer because, you know, <laughs> but, but better. Um, so having, you know, objectives of, even if you don't compete, mm -hmm. like objectives is, oh, I want to get a 300-pound sandbag, mm -hmm. you know, or I want to bench press X amount of weight, or I want to run a mile this fast. You know, like yep, yep. you have these things to keep you in it and keep you keep it competitive, you know, for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think even beyond that, like people who didn't play sports didn't have that competition. Yeah. And you can kind of build that into your life because I think it's important, like personally, just I think competition is – yeah, well, then, it, like, and, and and not like you know violent competition, but yeah, you know, competition in general is, is I think it's important. It keeps us moving forward. You yeah, know? well, I mean, as a species, like we're designed to need progression. Even our dopamine reward system reacts of like right. the the wanting of doing something. It's not the actual thing, but it's the wanting of doing it. 
and that's what allows people to grow mm-hmm. and that's what's so cool about you know like you said every sport is that constant need to grow and progress mm-hmm. and want and like i was never big into like any kind of sport but lifting was always awesome right so i think that is great right and, and now you have like a competitive outlet in that sense yeah. of whether you do a, i mean you've done powerlifting competitions yeah if you do like a strongman competition or whatever like there is a you're competing against yourself but others as well yeah mm-hmm. it's more a, so to prove and yourself. there's like a standard you know mm-hmm. there's a, a way to to gauge that so yeah yeah it's just it's understanding regimen i heard a really interesting argument that um like uh I think Red Power, uh, Ethan, yeah. brought this up. He was like, people who do bodybuilding tend to be more successful than powerlifters in life due to the fact that bodybuilders do a lot more shit that is required of you that you don't enjoy doing mm-hmm. rather than powerlifters. Yep. And you I was like, I haven't sure. thought about that. And I was like, that was a good analogy. Yep. I mean, a lot of successful people I know tend to be more of the bodybuilding aesthetic. Right. And that's, yeah. And that, and that was, I mean, personally, that was my kind of thing was you got, I got to a point where, I want to challenge myself mm-hmm. in other ways. So I did strongman. I mm-hmm. did Ollie. I did, you know, now I'm literally, I've been a, a strong advocate against it. And now literally in two weeks, I'm running a mini marathon, like mm. dreading it. <laughs> I hate, like, I've hated would, every minute of like training, a, dang. but you know, it's, it's a way to kind of push you out of your comfort zone and, and challenge yourself. In yeah. Different, you know, I mean, you grew up as an athlete. And I mean, so did I. So growing up and having those things, I feel like there's kind of like that constant, like, I have to be good, I have to be better at mm-hmm. something. And mm-hmm. like you said, how it is good to kind of like push yourself to do mm-hmm. some sort of competition because it right. builds worth, eth- ethic, like determination, all those other type of things. And doing shit you don't want to do sometimes, like builds right. up your character. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, talking about the evolution of people, like, or society, like, we life's easy mm-hmm. in the grand yeah. scheme life's easy right now like you know there's hard things but life is easy yeah. so to really i think a utilize our potential but be healthy as we can like mm-hmm. you have to do things that are hard mm-hmm. you know like that's where i think ice baths and all that have become so popular is because it is a it's hard, hard thing both physiologically and mentally yep. like it's it's a challenge it's a stress like you have to have that as a human being to grow yeah. And, yeah. and to be healthy. Like, you know, we look at all the, the studies and information coming out now about like all the, you know, either heat or cold or breath or whatever. Like it's, it's all to stress the body mm-hmm. because that's how the body grows and evolves. And like if life, we're not stressing it, we're sitting in yeah. 65 degree temperature 24 seven, you know? Yeah. Hey, it's a salt 72. In sorry, here. sorry. 72 hey. up 70. It's 70. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> but it's I'm comfortable, kidding. you know? And like, you're always in that. Yeah. Yeah. You think, I mean, I even Nothing's think hard. back to, you look at like TV shows and stuff and you know, a hundred years ago, most people didn't have AC. Yeah. You know, so Dude, the, the sun is hot. The film industry before fucking LEDs and everything. <laughs> oh my god! All fucking tungsten lighting. They're all burning about three hundred degrees, right. or it's an arc, which is a flame that is then igniting into <laughs> another flame, blowing something up. Yeah. Dude, it was fucking dangerous as shit. So we, yeah, we've all gotten pretty. <laughs> even nowadays in the film industry, people are like, we're pretty chill. Like <laughs> plugging something to a wall outlet is good. <laughs> I'm not like I don't have to yell like striking, and then a fucking bomb goes off. What? Like, when was that a thing? When you have like an arc, so there, well, I think film industry, but you'll be running like 220 baits with like, you know, a thousand watts of power going through a little pin like that multiplied times 20. So it's like 20,000 watts. And then if you touch it, you die instantly. But 
it happens. It happened a lot. <laughs> it happened a lot more yeah. back in the okay. day. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. I get blown up by 20 hundred watts all the time. I mean, you ever seen those old pictures of people building skyscrapers in like New York? Oh, right? yeah, I have seen those. Like that. Like yeah. that was life, which, right. which I'm curious if you scale that to 30, 40 years from now, what people are going to look back and be like, those guys were, Oh, they, they were hard. Do or like, do you think they'd be like, Oh, they'd work so much harder for their things. Like what are they going to yeah. have? Like teleportation. Right. I feel like, I don't, I don't know what's going to, I almost wonder if it's a, if it's going to pendulum back. back. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously not so. to the extreme, but like, I think, well, here's one thing. I think AI is going to cause a lot of people to lose their shit. For sure. They're going to lose their shit. And then it's going to, like you said, pendulum back to forcing people to be like, Oh wait, I gotta like be a human again, mm -hmm. and then they gotta like feel everything, do everything, seek out discomfort even more now because all the menial type two decisions we make are just gonna be done for us. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, we really. I even need look at like um, like business. Mm. I feel like it's it it went one way to where it was so much about professionalism. Mm. You know, now everything's it's all gonna be professional, and yeah, and it's pendulum back to people don't want the cookie cutter like yeah, you know introduction they want to meet someone you know? yeah and the same I, I notice a lot of people that would rather i think it's generational maybe but would rather talk to a person mm. than do the online like yeah. let me schedule this or let me do that or whatever i mean it's easier this way yeah and i still prefer this but yeah but i do know a lot of people and i talk to a lot of people that would rather like converse with someone and schedule that way or do something that way. Or yeah. But even in that point, like AI is going to be able to do it better than you can. Yeah. Even more like, real, more, right. more right. like uh, intimate. It's so right. weird. Like you'll even now, cause I, I'm pretty big into like where technology is going. Cause it's literally everything of what I do. If it does yeah. one thing then yeah, right. I need to know, cause my entire industry will be gone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's huge to even, I mean, I'm curious. So how do you deal with like who you are as a person? within all these identities so you have all these things that are like our chance quote unquote like mm -hmm. you have like ea fitness mm -hmm. running marathons like what do you feel you are outside of all of the things i mean i think i'm all of those things inside of me i i'm i'm for the most part i feel like i've gotten really good at just being who i am mm -hmm. across the board um now that's been work over the past mm -hmm. i would say 10 years of just being comfortable to do that. Not even comfortable, confident to do that. Um, but I've gotten to the point where I don't really, I try not to anyway, attach to anything. Mm -hmm. So like fitness, I'm very into that, but I don't attach to that. Like yeah. it's not, that's not. Like it's me. an interest. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Right. I'm into fitness. I'm not fitness. Yes. You know, or I'm into yep. lifting. I'm not, you know, and so, but I think also just doing different things has, has done a lot for that. So like, you know, I've always tried to at least try things that may have been an interest. And then recently in the past couple of years, doing things that I used to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I've always been a sarcastic, you know, cynical yeah. person. So, like, I always make fun of everything. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I've tried to partake in some of those things. And just see what it's like. Mm -hmm. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. You know. Yeah. And if I do, I do. And then I add it to the repertoire. But you know. what's something you've been doing recently that's probably you think pushed you or, or taught you the most about life? Honestly, this is gonna be this is gonna sound weird. I don't know, it might sound weird as hell. How much crochet? 
So, would you say crochet? I hope it's crochet. It's crochet. <laughs> so I started crocheting. No, I was like, <laughs> um, so my whole life I've been very like bro. Yeah. You know, like bros. Yeah. Like just I've, I've had a close group of friends my whole life, like been that. And I've always had a philosophy that like girls and guys can't be friends. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like both from like a relationship standpoint, but also just like, how do I want to be a friend with a girl? No offense. None <laughs> taken. <laughs> but I'll be honest, like in the past, my, my best friend of like 10 years now, I think it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. Uh, that's a female. You know, okay, cool. We've been friends for a long time. We're like brother, sister, basically. Um, but in the past year, I have become friends with a lot of females. Mm. Which I was always cool with them in the gym because it's the gym. It's part yeah. of the job, but it's also just easy, you know. Um, but I've actually, like, went and hung out with them mm. and done a lot of things, you know. Like, I went to a music festival with two girls that are just friends, like, a couple weeks ago, mm. you know. And I went out for a birthday party and played along and dressed up and, you know. Yeah. So, like, those things, those are things I, I can say 10 years ago I would have made fun of myself for doing. Mm. Yeah. You know, well, I think it's like putting your mask because like everyone has like a masculine and feminine like energy or mm. what they portray to be. But at the mm. end of the day, it's also like I feel like masculine and feminines complement each other in a certain sure. way, which is why we're so different. Mm. And seeking out those friendships or relationships can actually help someone grow, I think, more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You balance your own masculine and feminine. Like, yeah, you know, I mean. Obviously, I think men should have more of a masculine than a feminine, yeah. but it should still be close to even and vice versa. You know, you got to have those aspects to understand those aspects. Mm -hmm. If you can't understand those aspects, how are you going to? Yeah, be able to like put aside this aspects. and say, like, okay, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I can do this and it doesn't take away that I'm a man, or I can do this and it doesn't take away that I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about um, 10 years ago, you? was saying, oh, this would be stupid or not doing this. Like, what, what was that thought process? He was like, ugh, women. <laughs> I know. I was like, God, what are they worth? Uh, <laughs> in the kitchen, dude. I know, right? <laughs> now, I even told somebody yesterday, I was like, on this podcast, I'm going to drop a woman, get in the kitchen. you like, hey, aren't you supposed to be like a dishwasher? Like, what even oh, are you, dude? She's probably the best person to talk about because she has no ones but to be a housewife. <laughs> I do not care. I want to she, housewife. She does not give a fuck. So I do. Like, if someone's like, shit. yo, you're a dishwasher, I'd be like, I'm damn good at it. Actually, I suck at doing dishes, but like cooking. Yeah, you're pretty trash at it. She cooks great. There we go. Cook Fuck like great. a champ. All you need, man. All you need. You know, I don't, I mean, it's hard to even like put a finger on it because it was just nonsensical in a sense. You know, it was just, it was ingrained. Mm. And I don't know why. I, honestly, I don't. Um, but. You know, it was, oh, and why are you talking to a girl if you're not going to try to get with her, you know, or whatever, mm -hmm, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that was just always the mindset. I, I really have no basis on it, per se. I even, like, in college, I remember there was a girl, I think it was my sophomore year of college, there was a girl that I was, like, we kind of, like, hung out a few times, and then we just became friends or whatever. But I was talking to her one day, and I was like, to be honest, you're like the only girl in this school that I can talk to more than five minutes and not want to kill myself. Mm. And I, <laughs> But I'd never, like, tried, you well, know? Yeah, well, saying? you're just like, like, you talk, and it's not just about, like, Barbies right, and Starbucks right. chai tea lattes. And I think part of that, too, is age. And in general, like, yeah. you know, I, I've always been somewhat more of a deep thinker, like, not like I want to talk about something, even if it's like music or mm -hmm. sports or whatever, like I want to talk about something. And I just think there was at that age, 
not a ton of people. Like I'm only, I mean, even guys, I only had a group of six friends mm. that I was friends with basically my whole life. And like, that's who I hung out with. And yeah, anybody else, like, like I'd say, hey, what's up? You know, how's it going? But you didn't like really but deeply then, associate with them. But it's like small them. talk. Is right. like and I would never try. And I didn't want to be friends with any of them. And, you know, I was literally, I have my friends and that's it. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. No, I've had a lot of, Kate and I both had a lot of struggle finding people that are, and I've always tried to figure out like what, like what about this person is not allowing me to click? Because mm -hmm. I know that, it, you know, for me, it's self-righteous to think, oh, people just aren't as, <laughs> aren't as intellectual as me. Like, I'm just a fucker. We're all going to die. It's the same <laughs> shit. So I'm like, okay, where in our evolution right now are you at and where I'm at? And where is the miscommunication happening? Right. Of like, okay, maybe they're just still too caught up in what other Trauma. people think right now. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why they're not giving you a full persona of them because mm -hmm. they're just so in this other world that they're just not able to communicate that at the moment. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, like I said, we felt that when you said that, I, I really resonate with it. Cause I was like, oh yeah, it's hard to, yeah. like a lot of girls when they're like, oh, I'm like, let me ask. They're like, and I'm like, okay, do you have anything else to offer right now? Right. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing. Is I look so I look at everything kind of from a self perspective. Mm. Like I'm just very I'm like a I'm like an absolutist on self um, responsibility. Mm, yeah. So like I look back on my life, but even like to your comment, like what what about me am I needing to learn from mm. this person? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or like what about me have I not opened up that I'm attracting this person? Mm, yeah. You know, like because for me, like as I became more comfortable with myself in that aspect and wasn't like setting all of these strict rules of like can't be friends with girls or can't you know whatever is when I started to meet people that I could converse with in that way you know what I'm saying like those people started coming around once mm -hmm. I was open to it mm -hmm. I didn't know I was closed I just thought the same like oh like I just can't connect with anyone, you know. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. but because sometimes, like, I'll meet people and like they're cool. Don't get me wrong; like, I can sit mm -hmm. and like chit chat. Yeah. But then I'm like, where I like cannot click with you. Right. Like I just, literally cannot. Like I've tried. Move on. And yeah. But you, but you play that. You you have that that level with them, and then that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you can't get like that because I have my few friends and I'm super close with them. Mm -hmm. Like they're family. None of them fucking live here though because mm -hmm. I didn't grow up here. But making those new connections, I like the way that you put into it. Like you need to think about what the heck I'm blocked off. Like mm -hmm. am I not being open enough so then they can relate to those type mm -hmm. of things? Because I think that's how you connect with people. For sure. Mm -hmm. Is being relatable or them relating to you Because I wonder if like in those situations, do you bring up depth in conversation? Or do you think, oh, they're not. They're not going to understand so what I'm, I'm saying. they're just going to not say anything. Exactly. Because then it could be both of you thinking that exact same like, thing. Oh, can and I say this? Like, Oh, hey, I got new shoes today. You? You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. did you try that pumpkin spice latte, girl? Like, no way. No, yeah, I get what you mean, though. No, I like how you put that. <laughs> <laughs> that little thought. That right. was great. You're like, good nugget. Good Sick. Because, I mean, that was a personal thing. Like, I would, I would, for a long time, not talk about my beliefs or thoughts or whatever. Part of it was fear, like. You know, yeah, you don't want to be judged. Yeah, or you don't want to get backlash. weird as fuck. Like I don't want to, yeah, you know. Yeah, but exactly. then also just because I did, I, I had that preconceived notion of like, well, they're not gonna think, they're not gonna understand it, they're not gonna, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's one thing I learned. Super easy quote, where it's just like, have every conversation and imagine they know way more than you do. Mm -hmm. And if you do that, most conversations will seem pretty easy. Mm -hmm. So it's like being actually intrigued because right. you can just ask questions all day and it doesn't mean anything. But if you're like 
infatuated. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't really care about it. Like, there's some things I just don't give a shit about. But some people, like, you know, fucking makeup. Girls fucking <laughs> love that shit. And for a long time, I was like, this fuck, I don't fucking get it. And I just would never pay a mind to it. And now I'm kind of like, oh, skincare and other shit. And I'm like, I'm interested. I'm like, tell me about your shit. This is cool. Like, I bought one of those little roller things. Yeah, that I got like, one. <laughs> fucking to the dark great. side. You guys are on the dark side Dude, the now. Girl, the girls are oh, fucking yeah. hiding that shit when they've been using it. You know it, what? Like, it was actually a facade. We all actually hid it under makeup so you guys wouldn't take our shit for our skincare. Like, you guys get all no, see, ugly. What it is, is they're doing all this dumb shit with rollers and shit. And they're like, oh, watch this. We're going to trick these motherfuckers into thinking this is something. And now we're doing it. And they're like, ah, It's literally idiots. just a cold ball. It literally does nothing. Like, the jade rollers. Dude, that does literally nothing. It feels good, though. Do you put it in the freezer? Put it in the freezer. Cameron keeps one at my house. It feels good. <laughs> he in the walks freezer. in and he's, he's like, okay, you have to try this. Helps my lymph nodes. Helps the lymphatic drainage. <laughs> yes. Sooner or later, I'm gonna walk out. You guys are gonna be like with little face mask on cucumbers. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, can I get like a sweet tea or something?" It's like, mm-hmm. uh, telling you. But I mean, that all kind of circles back to what we talked about earlier of like masculine and feminine energy. Mm-hmm. Like, and well, especially a lot of people associate certain things as feminine things to do, mm-hmm. like getting your nails done. A lot of people are like, "Never do that." And then you know, I started doing it kind of recently, and I was like, "I fucking love this shit." You <laughs> this get nails done? You get acrylic full set, or what's going on? I've you know I've got my toenails painted multiple <laughs> times. Oh, I forgot you did that. Yeah. Yeah. It was so it was so funny. The first time I did it, and one of my friends were like, I'd be like, hey man, what's up? And they looked and they're like, Are you are those painted? And I was like, Yeah. Well, because you're far. the deepest. <laughs> He's like, oh, this was this was fucking gay. <laughs> He's like, gosh. Get He's out like, of here, what dude. the fuck? What time is it? <laughs> no, but I mean, even with, like that's been an amazing I think that's been an amazing evolution for you to acknowledge that like you know, having female friends in your life and it seems like you're a lot more open to these types of things and that's helping you grow because, yeah. you know, when you can see the opposite of something, you can acknowledge you more and be like, oh, I can, you know, be thankful for some of these masculine qualities that I have mm-hmm. and not be so like, well, it just is what it fucking is. And be like, <laughs> no, like this serves a purpose in this right. dynamic that we for have sure. between men and women. Mm-hmm. And that's... Yeah, and I think it makes you more confident in general. Like, I mean, I think on the opposite, which I haven't had to worry about, but like in a relationship... Mm-hmm. If you have these friendships and you know they're specifically platonic, you know that can happen on the other side. And you're not worried about it. Yeah. Like, you're not like, yep. oh, God. Yeah, like, oh, you know. she knows a man. <laughs> she has to be fucking him. Well, also, I think women are, we can definitely look at a guy and be like, we can be our friends. I do think men have a harder time looking at a woman and not be like, oh, fact. I, mean, I want to fuck. Right. Like, it's su- like, it's unless rare. I'll it be is. Honest, it's it so is. rare, I feel like. I feel like if a guy, there was this thing I saw the other day on TikTok where it was like, if a guy's friends with the girl, Either he wants to fuck her or she's ugly and that's about it. Like he's thought about it. Like he's at least thought about it or she's ugly. It's not. You guys are both silent right now. So. <laughs> but, you guys are both so silent. <laughs> we are both kind of like. You guys are like, Kate, shut up. Why are you telling our secrets? Like, shut up. Well, I'm pure, I swear. No. Uh, but for real, I mean, I, that's, uh, that's the truth. Like that is. Yeah. But there's also, I think. At least, again, yeah, personal, like, well, even not even self-control. I think there are, I think there are connections that aren't that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if if you're at a certain point mm-hmm. in your growth, well, like, you when you first meet them, it's like, oh, either you, you guys probably all think about it, and then after you're like, okay, no, like we're friends, right? I mean, okay. yeah, I mean, first look is a different story yeah. for any guy, I would say. Like, it's just, You're like, that's like... Because that's like, I mean, I think that's a 24-7 thing. You're like constantly like, you know. Because men are very... But it doesn't mean anything. You know? Yeah, it's like, just like a thought in the back of your noggin. Right. 
Like, it's not like, I mean, some guys probably are like, okay, I'm going to go after that one and that, you know, but like, yeah. I guess, you know, from personal experience, like, it's just like, uh, 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 and then you and you're like, oh, now it. we're just friends. Like, and then it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it's initial, especially with something like that. It's just like how our human brains are wired. Like a lot of things have been that I've realized nice learning about the human brain is that like some things are just, this is how society's wired. Mm-hmm. It's not, People, men are wired, especially like reproduction purposes. For and, sure, it's it's and it's yeah. just what it is. It doesn't right. mean that you're a piece of shit. It's survival. Yeah, because a lot of survival times, of would, the fittest. Right. <laughs> you're like, I'm swear, I'm gonna bang that bitch. <laughs> like, oh, go you, rock on. <laughs> I'm sure as the evolution process goes, some guys will be turned off by themselves, being like, oh my god, I'm such a piece of shit. Like, I, I like, because you're aware of everything now, mm-hmm. and then it comes to an even greater consciousness of like, oh. This is why this is happening. I acknowledge that like certain things in today's societal standards are not right because of this context, but the way I do this is because of this, and it doesn't mean I'm a bad person because the mm-hmm. intention behind it and everything else is falling into that. Because yeah, I mean, typically you're if you're attractive, you tend to have attractive friends. It's just what it is. It's true. You don't have a lot of ugly friends. So I mean, I don't think any of my friends are ugly. Okay, <laughs> I, I was gonna take that back. Um, cockatoo. <laughs> Stop it. Her I'm hair is just fried. <laughs> I love you, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley's beautiful. Shut up. No, Ashley, Ashley's great. We just love fucking with her. I'll, I'll show you. She, she is like. He's going to get the picture of the cock too afterwards. It's so funny. She like, this girl like loves bleaching her head. So bleached. Loves it. And like her hair is a little, a little dead. So she'll, her hair will like just stand up. <laughs> and it's like she's bangs right now. So it was just like a, like a square on her head. She looks like a cockatoo. Yeah. A whole, is that what it's called? A cockatoo or cockatoo? No, it's not a cockatoo. I said that because I'm an asshole. Oh. You're not supposed to say that, Kate. <laughs> Poop. No, what? I was. Did you really think it was a cockatoo? No, she said chew. 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 Oh. What are you saying? Now you're the one who fucked up. Over here. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> the fact that Burt Crusher and Theo Vaughn exist, I am we love okay. People. <laughs> I love Theo Vaughn. He's so fucking so funny. funny. He'll just sit there and be like, God, women. <laughs> Anyways, like. <laughs> Did he make that one TikTok? He's like, I just want to punch a fat kid. No, he goes, you just want to, what did he say? He said, it's like you want to punch like a fat kid on church. Some, like someday. a fat kid in the Walmart like or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. He's like, oh, it makes me want to punch a fat kid in a Walmart. Anyways, <laughs> I want to be Theo Vaughn. Yeah. No, it's, that, uh, so that's a whole other thing. I think um, a lot of people who lift a lot tend to be really fucking serious sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like taking a joke is kind of nice. Yeah. Like being able to fuck around and be goofy. Right. Which I think I see more of that now. Yeah. For the most part, I think the I think Instagram kind of ruins that a little bit. Just people trying to be a you know what I'm saying like people try to copy personas and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, but I think it's it's gotten better than it used to be. I can say I think the the gym experience has become well at least I mean I'm again in one little world so it's hard to say but like yeah it seems more lighthearted mm-hmm. than it used to be. Yeah, I feel like the gym's more of a community now than because mm-hmm. I feel like when I first started going to the gym, everyone was like so mm-hmm. serious like in between sets like they look like they're <laughs> battling demons every time even if they're not like they look like they are and then now i feel like everyone's kind of like joking around it's more fun which i appreciate more because i don't think everything needs to be like so freaking serious all the time like yeah, yeah if you're about to hit a pr get in, you know what get in the auto zone mm-hmm. what <laughs> but do it but at the same time it can be more fun like it doesn't have to be like this you need, you need to freaking go in there and crush it every single time. Like, dude, it's we all do it so we don't like, you know. 
He's like, that's why we all do it. Like, let's be honest. We all just like are battling. We all, you know, have little. Yeah, you're already in here, like moving up. We we like, like to lift heavy circles. So me, we don't I pick up a heavy. Rock, are depressed? A, like a circular rock. Like, and for some reason, I enjoy that. Wild. <laughs> I do. I, I Cameron. I think you literally might be a Neanderthal. <laughs> Strongly, I, I acknowledge I'm so like in tune of like okay I like picking up something heavy on my back and running picking up a, a bag full of dirt and then a rock like I like rocks I think you, I think you're like 98% Neanderthal I'm here you kind of look like one too like straight up like you got that circle head I love you though mm. <laughs> love you but uh yeah First you just called all your friends ugly <laughs> yeah, you did just call my friend ugly. You deserve that wait one. Minute, wait a minute, that was a, that was a diss at me and everyone I know. <laughs> Holy shit! Damn. So, uh, now, now all of people them. are gonna listen to this and be like, "Wait, am I the am I am, am I the ugly friend? Ugly? Is it me? Am I'm I? friends with the Neanderthal, Cameron. We can't be friends anymore." <laughs> <laughs> I get a text after this, so like, "Dude, love you. No, no, <laughs> just no, no. They just cut it off." They just send you an eight ball game and that's it. Nothing else. That's a good conversation piece. <laughs> do, do you find yourself wanting to like venture off into any other things outside of fitness? Um, eventually, yes. Coffee shop? Yes. No, I don't even drink <laughs> coffee. Uh, I do. Freaking <laughs> coffee. Yeah, just, just energy drinks. Okay. <laughs> the way Lots of them. Never anything else. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you like make it seem like if you hate caffeine, you're like, oh, like caffeine, like done. You're like, no, but energy drinks. Energy drinks. Love them. <laughs> you're like, I just like snort. What? Addiction. <laughs> Addiction. Uh, to be honest, what is that? Fuck if I know. Is that your fucking fridge? There is something wild in my fridge if <laughs> that's my know. fridge. There's an entire bee colony just chilling there. No, it's fucking. Mm. Okay, continue. I don't know. It, I. I would I say it. I know. I want to be at some point a facilitator for psychedelics. For do it. Growth. Do yeah. it. That do it. fucking yeah. psilocybin treatments and MDMA mm -hmm. treatments. Yeah. Which I mean, I got you. Uh, I'm, no, I don't. <laughs> the owner. Get of the it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got you. It's like you just put like drug dealer. We have to like it's like a disclaimer in the thing or whatever. I hope you know that's gonna be the title of this video. <laughs> we got offered shrooms. <laughs> that's Manager of EA. It's now a drug dealer. Kidding. Uh, I just think it. I don't. You know, like I don't necessarily want to be like necessarily a therapist type person. Mm -hmm. But I think. I think this stuff is very powerful and helpful in terms of people's like mental and spiritual journey. So you've done shrooms. <laughs> He's like, um, off the record. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I don't care. Uh, as long as I don't get arrested. Um, <laughs> the amount of people no. who talk about them. Who no, no, I'm just joking. Uh, but I want to be somebody that helps people understand how to use them. Mm. And then is there for support. You know, yeah. Whatever, maybe. If I'll ever do it, I don't know. Um, but it's a side thought. Please make like a back room, like in the gym, like a back room. Where you yeah. just the back rooms? No, the it's back like the actual rooms. back rooms. It is the back rooms. You go to any the back rooms. <laughs> there you, you already got it down. All right, so we'll start business like next week. Got it. I'll just be in the back of VA just <laughs> tripping balls. <laughs> no, I my first uh, psilocybin experience was fucking insane. Like. I, I like left totally different than when I went into mm -hmm. it. And a lot of people, some people don't get that, but it really just comes into like, how open are you to receiving the medicine and into the, the thought process? Yeah. And it's the way you go into it and, and it just all of it. Like, cause I, I've, I'll be honest, I've never done it for fun. Like in a social setting. Yeah. It was like, I'm literally it's shit. always like therapeutic. And 
I don't, when people are like, oh yeah, you know, I did a, like two grams out in the music festival in Lost like, Lands. Oh, <laughs> dude, how you know? But I guess when you go into an experience with a different mindset and in a different environment, like things are different. So, um, but it's, a, I mean, it can be a scary place. So yeah. giving people that knowledge of like what could happen and what it could mean, you know, yeah. it would help more people. It's, it's kind of like an elevator that brings you down and you're not in control of the floors. Right. Like you're, you're going to go through this journey. Mm -hmm. You don't have a choice, but if you try to fight it, it's going to be 10 times worse than if you just, with yeah it. for sure and i don't know why i just love that analogy i don't know why like i took that so deep i was like just an elevator gonna go down it like gonna get a stop and let some people off so you next continue. time it's on an elevator you're gonna be like i'm just going down <laughs> and they're gonna be like what floor i'd be like take me wherever take me home they're gonna be like what i'm gonna be like i don't want to talk about it i it's think that'd deep. be great i i really want to start integrating more of like strength and the fucking like mental mm -hmm. side of it and being okay with like psilocybin and MDMA mm -hmm. treatments and therapy. Cause like you can be super fucking strong and like, you know, that hard ass motherfucker and be emotional. Like they're not, right. It's not di like a distant thing. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of people I, I do know are still like, like, like you said, like maybe you 10 years ago, like yeah, for sure. they're still in that evolution of their life, but making that really, especially role models. Like I love finding role models that are like hard ass motherfuckers who are also like, Mm -hmm. amazing thinkers and i'm like i can look up to you in a lot of aspects mm -hmm. and the more people like that i feel like be able to connect to them and yeah absolutely i think the strongest like men are the men that are like jacked like could literally like kill you with like crush their hands teddy bear. but the most like teddy bear like calmest man in the world like they're like no i get that like completely like how does that make you feel and they're like jacked people <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah, right? for like that is like the most powerful thing in the world like people like that when like or like ex like mma fighters and they're just like no i like, like love chai tea lattes it's like <laughs> I'm in love with you. Like, you're amazing. <laughs> wow. Because it's so cool. Like, you meet someone that's, like, so just jacked, and they're just, yeah. like, so calm. That's Tell what... That's, that's, like, what, a superpower. <laughs> that's what Jordan Peterson talks about when he goes on about, like, right. you know, what is a good man? Mm -hmm. A good man has the ability of violence and chooses not to use mm -hmm. it. Because if you have no ability of violence, how are you good? Exactly. How, how are you withstanding or withstanding yeah. from anything? It's definitely... I mean, yeah, that's, that's the evolution of human beings like that's what we're made for you yep. know you have to have these traits just like women are nurturers like mm -hmm. yeah men are supposed to be providers and caretakers yeah. and like strong like i mean evolutionary like back when women would look for men that could protect them yeah. from like harm mm -hmm. but then also you want someone that's like calm and, and men not look for women who can cook something <laughs> that can cook a nice chicken dinner when i get home from a long day at work yeah. fuck <laughs> i i just really want to get some like clips from this I'm, uh, I'm totally totally taking out of context and me and chance she's just like she's just like still yeah, and i'm like andrew tate oh my god oh, gonna be the next andrew tate like that's what's gonna be like owner of ea is yeah. he the new andrew tate or not and it's just like clips of him saying these things completely out of, you can't even hear us laughing in the background <laughs> you make it seem like we're silent like Oh god. You can I use mean, that face. Who knows? Now I could like with AI technology, I could just I know, train right? an AI with your voice. Have you heard the freaking conspiracies about AI taking over? I'm sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> I've seen Terminator. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I've seen Arnold. Like, I know. <laughs> that's not a conspiracy. That's a no that's a, man. That's a fact. <laughs> What's it? Who's the who's the producer of that movie? Who created that movie? James Cameron? James Cameron. James Cameron's from the future. <laughs> Maybe he is because all of, okay, it can take over whenever. I really don't care. We can go back to older days, Neanderthal. I'm all for it. But let I me like get, let me get through college and then they can take over because I need that shit. 
For what? Obviously, if they take over, you don't need it anymore. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Get fucked. Well. Yeah. But then I'm going to. Yeah. Shut up. What? How? What? Women can't even cook in the future. <laughs> That's it. The world's over. Sorry. Wait a minute. You're like, don't take over. I don't want to learn how to cook. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what are we going to do if, like, you know, everyone just. It does everything like they cook, they clean, they fucking. Then I have no role in this life. So You're yeah. like, what, what? What am I gonna do? I can't cook. What am I good for? Jeez. Personality. You can have one of those. Me supper. So funny. Get out of my face. <laughs> the, the fact that the mic's falling on you. Right I've now. been holding it this whole time. Like if I'm singing a song. Like if I'm about to sing you guys a melody. <laughs> uh, can you give us some? Right a now? symphony. Give us a little. No. Um. <laughs> Women can <laughs> This is good. This is good. I can't this sing. Is, this is the evolution of humanity. That's right. This this is the evolution. Stop, I'm like in the corner just, just singing a song. When's that AI done? <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? And let me tell you something. Well, do you have any uh, you have any closing thoughts for the for the podcast? Man, I don't know. Go to Learn EA. yourself. Learn yourself. That's the biggest thing. Do shrooms. <laughs> Even without shrooms. Learn, Learn yourself. yourself and go <laughs> to EA. And go to EA. Yeah, go to EA. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would say, like, honestly, for me, in my experience, like, trying to understand myself more mm -hmm. has made all the difference in the world, you know, regardless of what that means, because it's changed a million times. But, yep. like, just trying to understand why I do what I do, why I act how I act, and why I'm, I limit myself to that, you know, like, mm -hmm. <clears throat> because... If you can, I mean, hell, personalities are changeable. You know, I think there's a base level that is you to an extent, and that's created off of things. But like, if you can, I think anything's you can, you know. Yeah, you have the ability to change I it. I mean, hell, when we when I when we first started the business, I was in and younger. I was the shyest person alive. Mm. Like, wouldn't talk to a girl for anything. Wouldn't talk to somebody I didn't know. Whatever. And like, because of business, like. I saw that if it was going to really grow, like I had to, so I had to be outgoing, you mm -hmm. know, talk to members, talk to new people, you know, whatever, and force myself to do it. And it was a small scale at first because it was just, you know, like five trainers and their clients. So I'd talk to their clients or new people. And then as the gym's grown, it's gotten easier and easier and easier. Now, like I'll talk to anybody in the gym, still in public is still a little, eh. yeah. but, <laughs> but like in the gym, like I'll, t I'll literally talk to anyone about anything pretty much. So. Nice. You know, it, it is understanding, like, why was I shy? Well, it was, it was a confidence thing, you know, and then you start to break that down. And and then you just practice it, you know. It, you can understand why you do everything, and that's fine, but if you have to practice the opposite, you know, so or yep. whatever you want to change. Yep. Nice. Well, that was a great episode, man. Thank you for Yeah, that was, really, that was a funny episode. Me. Good episode. We got some good insights, and then it was also yeah. funny. No, that was right. great. Was I good. love that episode. This, this one was be sick. <laughs> He's like, please, no. <laughs>